The gospel reading for this morning comes from Matthew's gospel, beginning in the fifth chapter at the 13th verse. It's from what's better known as the Sermon on the Mount, and we'll be there for the next few weeks. Matthew wrote Jesus speaking, let me tell you why you are here. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of this earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and will end up in the garbage. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. And now that I've put you there on a hilltop on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generation, this generous Father in heaven. Now don't suppose for a minute that I've come to demolish the scriptures, either God's law or the prophets. I'm not here to demolish, but to complete. I'm going to put it all together, put it all together in a vast panorama. God's law is more real and lasting than the stars in the sky and the ground at your feet. Long after stars burn out and earth wears out, God's law will be alive and working. So trivialize even the smallest item in God's law, and you will only have trivialized yourself. But take it seriously, show the way for others, and you will find honor in the kingdom. Unless you do far better than the Pharisees in matters of right living, you won't know the first thing about entering the kingdom. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Would you pray with me, please? O oh Lord, in the quiet of this moment, in the stillness of our hearts, speak to us. We hear your words from long ago and hear that they still have a call on our lives. So open our ears, our hearts, our minds to your word for us this day. For we give you all the praise and glory. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> Helen Keller was blind and deaf from infancy. Yet I think she was able to hear and see more reality than most folks with all of their animal capacities unimpaired. And Miss Keller once said, and I quote, The hands of those I meet are dumbly eloquent to me. I have met people so empty of joy that when I clasped their frosty fingertips, it seemed as if I were shaking hands with a northeast storm. Others are whose hands have sunbeams in them so that their grasp warms my heart 
It may be only the clinging touch of a child's hand, but there is much potential sunshine in it for me as there is in a loving glance for others, end quote. You know, I think that with patience and attention and with the unique human faculties of sight, sound, taste, touch, and smell, we are able to perceive God in Christ, the word in scripture, and the body and blood in the bread and cup, all of which we hopefully will experience today. Now, when we look at the Sermon on the Mount, I think we've got to be honest and say, you know what? It really wasn't intended for everybody. It wasn't written for everyone, everywhere. Neither, I think, is it intended for people who merely have a somewhat casual interest in God. I think it's really meant for folks who are interested and committed. Now, others are more than welcome to read it, for sure, to listen in. But much of this Sermon on the Mount makes little sense unless you have decided to follow Jesus. It is a sermon for people who are on a journey of faith. And I think it is about some pretty open secrets. Now, right before our reading for this morning... Jesus speaks about the gracious embrace of God. Blessed are those among whom God is working. Whoever is pure in spirit, pure in heart, hungry and thirsty for justice, blessed are you in the glory of God's kingdom. They know grace, even if they may be hated by the rest of the world. And then come the words for today with our two new identities. You are salt of the earth. You are light of the world. And all of us who hear Jesus are given new identities. And we are sent out to season the world around us. We're lit up in order to help enlighten others. We are once again touched by the Spirit, and we hear in our heart of hearts the truth of who we were created to be. We didn't ask for it. We just heard Jesus and know the truth in what he said about us. He didn't say, work hard and follow all the rules, and you will be salt of the earth. He didn't say, lead super righteous, holy, superlative lives, and you will be light of the world. Nope. He said, you are salt, you are light. And the quite open secret involves how we're to live. Not the way we're gathered here now as a worshiping community. It's about how we live our whole lives, not just here, but maybe especially when we are away from this place, in our schools, in our places of employment, in our neighborhoods, in our homes, with our circles of friends and families, out there in the world, which we know seems so often dark. Out there in the world, 
which is often just not too salty. In the world, shine the light of Christ. Be an inspiration to the lives of others that surround you. Be a beacon that shows people the way. Help guide folks through storms. Be there in the dark to light the way. Be a guide, a host. Be a person who offers sanctuary. Because you, 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 you are the light of Christ in the world. And then you're to be like salt. And salt preserves life. It adds flavor and tastiness to life. You need to be committed to give of yourself to make this world a better place. And when you throw your whole salty, lighty self into this, remember, please, that you're also to use your salty tongues. When appropriate, our speech needs to be seasoned with salt. There are times when words need to be sharply spoken. When you see and sense that something is inherently wrong, you need to speak up, you need to act up, you need to point it out and press for change. It is the only way to help make things get better. Speak up, speak out. Jesus said, had salty words for Pharisees. He said, you bunch of hypocrites, you phonies. He said it to the Pharisees many times. He had a salty tongue when need be. Your life should season the world around you. It should inhabit your words. Your tongue needs to mirror that life, that kingdom view of a better place. Live it and be willing to speak it. So really this morning, it's simple, I think. The open secret is this. You are to bring salt and light, flavor to life. If you are someone who loves God and walks with Jesus, if you are a person of forgiveness and kindness, if you are a person who brings grace and love to those who are hurting, if you are that kind of person, you flavor the workplace, your school, your neighborhood, your home. And thanks be to God for all of you who leave this place and go out into the world to flavor it and to shine in it. Amen.